with your faith. I've been talking about faith a lot for the last four months, and I believe, or five months or so, and I believe that I should speak specifically to you about this subject. Be persistent with your faith. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 10 to 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 10 to 12. He says this, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. I want to read another portion of scripture, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 36 and 38 to 38. Hebrews 10, 36 to 38. For you have need of endurance, so that after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. I want to pray again. I know I've been praying, but I just want to pray again. Holy Father, thank you so much for this privilege that we have to look into your word. And Lord, as we look into your word, I ask that your Holy Spirit will really illuminate our hearts and minds to understand what you want us to hear from you. Anoint my lips like the pen of a ready writer so that you will write your words on our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Being persistent with your faith. Now, I want to just briefly talk um, about these verses that I've read and then get into the subject more. Hebrews chapter 6, 10 to 12. The writer is writing to the Hebrew believers, the Jewish believers, who have been scattered throughout the world, the Roman world, and was encouraging them in their faith. And uh, one of the things he was saying to them, which we can really learn from, is that God is not unjust to forget all the things that they have done for him in the past. How they have served him faithfully, how they have given of themselves to him. Now they were going through a very difficult time. They were being persecuted, they have lost um, their possessions, some of them have lost family members, their lives and so forth. They've gone through a difficult time. But he was writing to them to just remind them of some basic things about the kingdom. That God never forgets the good that we do. Everything that you will seek to do for the Lord and for his kingdom and for the gospel, believe you me, you will be rewarded, not just in this life, but more importantly in the age to come. He says, concerning these believers, that you show love towards his name. In other words, you have sought to always honor the ways of Christ. Showing love towards the name of Jesus really is not to simply say, I love Jesus. No, it means that you seek to honor and demonstrate uh, that Jesus and what he stands for is what you stand for. And that is what you want to promote. You, you know, so you have honored his name, you showed up towards his name, in that you minister to the saints and you minister. And one of the ways we demonstrate that we're putting Christ.
Christ first is when we're given to serve in his church, to minister to the body of Christ, to helping God's people to become mature in the ways of the Lord. He says that we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the fullest possible until the end. In other words, not, not that you did good in the past, don't live in your past, but rather you continue as you began. You continue to serve the Lord as you began. There are many who begin well when it comes to walking with God, but then in their latter days, they lose their way. Concerning Solomon, it is said that when he became old, his wife deceived him. When he became old, you would think that when he was young, you men would, uh, when you get old, you men think of that now. But when he became old, it's when he got deceived. And you find at times people, they start really well. And then they don't end well. I pray you will end well in Jesus' name. So he says, we desire that each one of you show the same diligence, show the same level of commitment of zeal of hard work towards God and his kingdom that you used to do. Don't be a useful believer. Be a man, a woman of God whose zeal gets stronger and stronger as the days go by. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. He says that you do not become sluggish or lazy, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Learn to identify men and women of faith who you can copy. Paul said to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians 11, what, imitate me as I imitate Christ. I wonder if your life is worthy of imitation. I wonder if we were to put the microscope of inspection, spiritual inspection, on you, that you should be someone that others should imitate. I pray so. I pray that you will be. But nevertheless, he says, don't become sluggish or lazy. Why? You see, in this journey, you know, the other day I was talking to someone, they were talking to me about full-time ministry and how they're feeling called to it. And uh, they were asking me questions, and I said to them, one of the things about being a full-time minister that many people do not realize is the temptation to become lazy. It's a very real temptation. Because you have all the time in your, in your all the time to do whatever you want. You know, I tell people, say, Pastor, I you're very busy. I say, I'm you know, I'm you know, I know you're very busy. You don't. You think I'm very busy. But anyway, that, that aside, do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit promise. Now, here's the point I want to emphasize. That anybody that you see who is walking in the promises of God's kingdom, we're able to do that by exercising faith with patience or by being persistent with their faith. Any man or woman of God that you see in any way that you think is admirable when it comes to the kingdom of God, we're not able to become that way without facing a lot of challenges 
when it comes to their faith. And that through their ability they have to exercise faith with patience, they were able to enter into what God has for them. And that is what it is for you and I. Whatever God has for you, you have to learn to be able to be persistent. You have to learn to be able to be committed for the long haul. This journey of faith that we are in is not a sprint, it's a marathon. There are many sides to it. There are many ups and downs to it. I've walked with him for 38 years now, this year. Walked with my Lord, 38 years. And I can tell you that I am grateful that it's taken 38 years because if it was a short thing, I would have failed a long time. I need a lot of time because there's a lot of failure in those 38 years. There's a lot of challenge. Yeah. But if you are willing to give yourself to God and allow the Holy Spirit to help you with your faith and you don't give up, then you will enter into everything God has for you. Now the other scripture is this. It says you have need of endurance, all patience, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. That's a very interesting statement. After you have done the will of God, you inherit the promise. Now, many people want to inherit the promise in order to do the will of God. You know, God, give me the breakthrough. Then I will really be committed to your work. That's not how it works in the kingdom. No. You do his will. Regardless of the reward, you do his will. Regardless of the honor you receive, you do his will. Regardless of the opportunities it brings your way. But in so doing, God, who is a faithful God, will make sure that he promotes you in due season. Never seek your own promotion. Never seek your own promotion in God's kingdom. Never seek your own elevation in God's kingdom. Never. Because if you promote yourself, then you have to maintain yourself. And if man promotes you, then you are you owe man to maintain you. But when God promotes you, no man, no devil, no circumstance can bring you down. So let God promote you. Oh, Let God promote you. You need endurance. After you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Yet a little while, and he who is coming will come to our Lord Jesus and will not tarry. There will come a day when our Lord Jesus will return in physical form, physical supernatural form. And we will see him. If we are alive when he comes, it will be the whole world will see him. On TV, on satellite, whatever, our own it will be seen. And when that happens, you will be glad you are serving him in this church. You'd be glad you were making trips to have a school and paying out of your own pocket. Without it being reimbursed by the church. You will be glad that you took the rubbish from somebody as a worship team member. And you did not mind their rubbish because you didn't do it for them anyway.
is 
believing God's word or believing God. The ability to believe God or believe his word. And when you learn to believe God and believe his word, then the benefits that come with that are yours. Hebrews 11, one says, defines it as faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In other words, faith is the basis upon which what I am hoping, hoping for is established. It is the reason why I believe that that thing I desire will happen. Faith. So we need to have a, a better understanding. Faith is not just wishing something will happen. Faith knows that something will happen. It knows. It knows. Now, faith is the key ingredient we have as believers if we want to please God. We must have faith if we want to please God. Now, you may say, no, it's important that we love others. No, it's not. Faith is more important than love because there are many people who love but don't have faith, and therefore their love does not please God. Hebrews 11, 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you cannot please God unless you are exercising faith in what you do. So when you love people, you love them out of faith. When you serve people, you do it because of faith. When you are going through difficulty, you go through it because of faith. Because faith is the currency of God's kingdom. It is the basis upon which we are able to receive or appropriate what already belongs to us in God's kingdom. In God's kingdom, there is innumerable riches, amazing riches, spiritual wealth, that when you have it, and when you allow it to be yours, it influences your natural life in every aspect. I was talking to my 15-year-old sweet daughter, sweetheart, a little sweetheart, and I was telling her that faith causes you. She, she, was, she was asking me questions about the, the, the things of the kingdom. And I was just sharing with her how powerful, how, how wonderful God is, and how amazing it is to know him. And because she's lived with us all her life, she has seen the reality, and that's what she wants. What she has seen in her parents is what she wants for herself. Faith is so important. In fact, everything we do as believers must be done in faith. Everything. Like I said earlier, you must love in faith. You must worship in faith. You must be gainfully employed. Even in employment, you're doing it. But be done in faith. If you want what you're doing to please God. Now, if you don't want to please God, then you have to But if you want what you're doing to please God, you must do it. Even you must sorrow in faith. Even sorrow must be done in faith. Even suffering must be done in faith. Of late, I've been experiencing a lot of pain in my body. And as I go through these things, faith is a good teacher. Whether it's emotional, 
But I have prayed to him that your faith will not fail. Yeah. Not that I have prayed to you that you don't go through the pain. No. I have prayed to you that your faith will not fail. And when you are converted, strengthen your faith. The devil wanted to sit them and prove. You know what that means? He wanted to prove that they were disqualified. He wanted to prove it. I'm going to leave for the enemy. I'm already disqualified. I don't need to prove it. It's the blood that qualifies me. I'm already disqualified. Oh, hallelujah. Well, people are going to say I'm qualified. I can't fail. I'm already there. But in Christ, the old is dead. My life is not hidden in Christ and God's dead. So, because I've already failed, you can't fail me anymore.
know, since we, we, we define persistence as continuing firmly or obstinately in a course of direction in spite of the difficulty you are facing, so you continue. So persistence says it's faith that does not give up. It is faith that is relentless. It is faith that is enduring. It lasts. It presses on in the face of challenge and difficulty. It remains steadfast even in the face of a pandemic. Joseph, though he slays him, Job was convinced God was against him, but he said, though God himself killed him, I'm still fighting. He said, I know my Redeemer lives, and that he will stand at the latter day, and even his word destroyed this point, in my flesh I will see God. Wow. May it be your testimony that you will not give up. Your faith will be persistent. See, persistent faith is rooted in a revelation of who God is. It's rooted in a revelation of what God stands for. It recognizes that God is a faithful God who can be depended on. That God is not a man that he should lie. That God does not say one thing only to do another thing. He is constant. He is secure in who he is. And he is secure in what he does and he never changes. He said in Malachi 3.6, I am the Lord. I change not. I do not change. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Persistent faith requires you to be patient. Hear that word. In other words, for you to keep going and trusting God and believing God, you are willing to tolerate and accept any delay, any problem, any challenges that are going to come your way. You're going to be persistent in your marriage. You're going to be persistent with your health. You're going to be persistent in your faith with your career. You're going to be persistent in your faith for your children. You're going to be persistent in your faith for your ministry. You're going to be persistent in faith for whatever it is you are believing God to see this manifest in your life. Some of us have allowed the seeds, the ministry that God told us we were called to do, to allow them. But today, if you live in Jesus, the word of God has come to bring light to us, to bring light to that preaching ministry, to bring light to that anointing. Yes, I speak to you right now. Bring light to what God once spoke to you about. Once that thing that burns so
He said, that which you have designed for your life, for your family, I give it to you. Don't let the enemy take it from you. Set the spirit of the Lord. Father, I pray for your favor on this man. Favor with his wife and his children. Favor in his career. Favor in his ministry. Favor concerning what you call him to. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I see the joy of the Lord returning to you, man of God. I see the joy of the Lord returning to you. That joy, that zeal, that fire in his word, that fire returning to you, maybe your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Persistent faith. Be persistent with your faith. Persistent faith believes God and his word despite what comes against. Quickly, I want to conclude with the example of a woman who learned to be persistent. Who learned to be persistent up in time? Luke chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. He said, Then he spoke a parable to them that men ought always to pray and not lose heart. Saying, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man, and there was a widow in that city who came to him, saying, Get justice for my adversary. And he will not prolong that until he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. Let my complaint come and she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect who cry day and night to him? Thank you. 
Now we continue, but I get to note up. And so you can look at your notes yourself and study them for yourself. I'll give them an after so they can WhatsApp it to your email if you have to study this first. And so I can only go to the two points that are five more. So I want to encourage you to be like this woman and not give up. She kept going, she kept going, she kept going, and finally the church said, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to give her justice. I'm going to give her justice. So she stopped wearing it down. And Jesus said, listen to what this judge is saying. Now, if this judge is so it's prepared to give a widow justice that he had no intention to give because she was persistent. How much more God, who wants to give you justice, will give you justice when you keep being persistent with him? That's why he wants you to learn Because he wants to give you justice. He wants to show you his strong arm on your behalf. He wants to prove to you that he's faithful. That he has not abandoned you. Because he loves you. But you must allow him to do it as you exercise and are persistent with your faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to pray with you specifically if you have been at that place of giving up when it comes to your faith. Don't be embarrassed about it. When you have, if that's where you are, why don't you stand right now? I want to pray with you before I do anything else. Thank you. As you stand, just don't tell anyone. Every head back up. Lift up your two hands. As you stand, you've been at that place where you wanted to give up. But God, encouraging you to do his work, not to give up. Those of you listening to me on online or through audio, I want to encourage you right now to respond to the Lord. Respond to the Lord if you've been feeling like giving up. And as you are standing there right now, and as you are responding to the Lord right now, tell him, Lord, I choose to remain faithful. Tell him. Tell him. Lord, I choose to remain Please, there's too much distraction over there. Choose to remain faithful. Come on, faithful. Just lift your hand, close your eyes. Lord, I choose to remain faithful. Holy Father, thank you for these precious ones that are standing. And I pray for your grace upon them. Lord, that you will strengthen them. That their faith will not fail. That they will be persistent in their faith. I speak grace into their life. Receive strength right now. In the name of Jesus, may your faith prevail. May your faith prevail. May you grow stronger and stronger in faith. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you. Take a seat. Thank you very much.